0: Good morning from the mountains of Breckenridge, Colorado. I'm Steph O'Hara, founder of Your Angel Wings. Today I am going to talk to you about your 80 year old self. Before I get into that, I just want to tell you this week is my son's spring break, so we are in the mountains. And right now I'm having my cup of coffee and I'm staring at beautiful snow covered mountains. This is probably my favorite place on earth, I would say. I definitely prefer the mountains to the beach. But this place is really special to me for another reason. It's where my fertility clinic was. And it's literally where my miracle twins were created and conceived. So after I would have fertility treatments at the Colorado Center for Reproductive Medicine, um, we would hop into the car and head to the mountains, and we would do the same thing when our surrogate was um, going there as well. Our favorite place in the mountains happens to be Breck. I think it's because of its you know, chill, relaxed vibe. I don't have to wear makeup. I can wear you know sweatshirts and jeans, and it's really just a complete place of refuge for me especially during those times, you know, during tribulations of my fertility journey. Did you know that I learned to ski at the ripe old age of 40? I sure did. That was me, you know, age 40, coming down the mountain, doing the pizza wedge, pizza pie wedge, whatever they call it, coming down the mountain. I remember one time I was uh, doing my wedge, And somebody yelled at me, somebody older, good for you, you can do it. And I just fist pumped in the air and smiled at him. I will be honest though, I was terrified of learning how to ski. There was so much fear and trepidation that it almost kept me from getting my happy butt on the mountain. Um, I'm afraid of heights. And if you know me, I'm the least athletic person that you will ever meet. But... Something inside me said that if I were willing to overcome that fear, that it would bring unexpected opportunity. And so I did it. And it felt amazing. Now, y'all, I'm not trying to be a hero. I like my green runs. I don't have anything to prove to anyone. And by lunch, I am ready to call it quits for the day. And I'm ready to park myself next to the fire with a nice apres-ski cocktail. I have decided to live my life with no regrets. Or like that commercial says, no regrets. It was about that same time, that same year, as um, I started my first trip to Colorado, going through IVF. Um, I was back at home in Norman, and I was at a fundraiser. And I was browsing the items in the silent auction that was there. And I came upon... An auction item that was a boudoir photo package. And I just kind of laughed. There were other women there that were kind of crowded around it and they were taking a look at the brochure, but they were saying things like, no way. I could never do something like that. And it was in that moment that I decided, what the heck? So I wrote down a bid. Well, I was the only one that even wrote my name down on that bitter sheet. So the boudoir package was mine. And this was a girls' night. My husband, Dirk, wasn't there. So I just kind of giggled and told my girlfriends that this was going to be Dirk's Valentine's gift. Well, I called that Monday and I made my appointment. And two weeks later, I walked into that studio and they glammed me up with hair and makeup. And I decided that I'm, I was going to wear clothing in the photos, because I reminded myself that one day after I was long gone, that Aiden, my son that's uh, now 11, would have to be the one cleaning up my closet. And if he found naked pictures of his mom, that would probably scar him for the rest of his life. So I wore a cute little pajama outfit and some of the photos and then a sequin dress with a little fur wrap and others. And as we were finishing up the photo session, I looked outside and it was starting to snow, these big snowflakes. And so I looked at the photographer and I asked, could we take a few photos outside? She jumped up with her camera and said, yes, let's go. And so there we were in kind of this back alley parking lot and it was snow covered. And she took these photos in the snow and they are absolutely my favorite photos. So why would I take those risks at the age of 40, learning how to ski and taking boudoir pics? I mean, sure, if I had taken them at ages 18 or 25, I probably, you know, would have been a little more in shape. But why did I take those risks? I'll tell you why. I talked to my 80-year-old self in those moments. Have you met your 80-year-old self yet? If not, I would highly recommend meeting her. She will have insight, encouragement, and wisdom for you. She told me I would regret not learning how to ski. It would turn out to be a fun activity that I could do with my husband and my kids. And that 40 was absolutely not too late to learn how. She also told me that my body was in great shape. That I should learn to love it and embrace it, and memorialize this special time in my life. She told me that I would regret not taking those photos when I was 80. So you see, that's become my new compass, helping me to make decisions in life, talking to my 80-year-old self. I picture her sitting in a rocking chair with a glass of iced tea, or maybe a glass of wine, just smiling, sitting on that front porch, rocking in her chair. Now, I'm not saying that she's still not full of life and vitality, because she is. But that's what I envision when I talk to my 80-year-old self. When I bought that boudoir package, as you know, I had just turned 40, but I had just gone through IVF, and I had taken so many hormones, y'all, I mean, in all forms, suppositories, pills, patches, lots and lots of shots in the abdomen. And the truth was, I did feel sexy, but it wasn't because my breasts were fuller and my hips were curvier, thanks to those meds. I felt sexy because I no longer worried. I lived in a worry-free existence. I didn't worry about what people thought of me. You want to know why? Because it's none of my business. And I can't really change their perspective. And that was really freeing. You know the phrase, YOLO, you only live once? Well, that is what will help you to gain this perspective that I am talking about. So talking to your 80-year-old self is something that we can all do. And again, I just want to say, I'm not saying that life ends at 80, My mom and mother-in-law are both approaching 80, and they are still very active. They're gorgeous, and they can even babysit my three-and-a-half-year-old twins, and they can hold their own doing it. But what I am saying is age affects perspective. Dirk and I are in the end-of-life industry, assisted livings, nursing homes, palliative care, rehab hospice, and even funeral homes, and we see people every day that are nearing the end of their life. And dirt taught me very early on that we can learn so much from the maturing adults and from the elderly if we will just listen. And so I started talking to them. Some of them have regrets, but some do not. We can certainly learn from their regrets, though. So what are the regrets? Well, they're pretty basic and simple. The biggest regret that we see from men is that they wish they would have worked less and spent more time with those that they loved. And I'm saying men because of this particular generation that is in You know, nursing homes, they were the breadwinners, and typically the women were the caretakers and the homemakers at that time. So that perspective will change, and you will start to see more women have this regret too. But, you know, instead, they spent so much of their time on the treadmill of a work existence. And so they regret not having spent more time with those that they loved. Another one was not having lived a true life, true to themselves instead of the life that others expected of them. It's just heartbreaking to hear that. Or maybe it's having children or having more children. That's a common regret. Some of them regret not having taken better care of themselves when they were younger. Some of them regret not expressing their feelings. Maybe they didn't tell somebody they loved them or that they forgave them. The great news is your 80-year-old self doesn't want you to have regrets. It's not too late. For the last 22 years, I have taken an annual girls' trip with my former roommates um, and dear friends that lived in Tulsa with me. There's four of us, and we all live in different parts of the country now. So each year, we pick a different destination and fly there for a weekend. We have so much fun. We act like we are still in our 20s when we're together. And there's just this deep bond between us with absolutely no judgment. We just love each other and accept each other for who we are, quirks and all. A few years ago, we were in LA. I was able to get us tickets to the Grammys. And I knew that we were going to be glammed up in our cute dresses. So my 80-year-old self reminded me how special this moment was going to be. And so I listened to her and I hired a professional photographer to take beautiful photos of us. His photographic style was like that, that you would see in Vogue. And they just turned out stunning. You know what? When I'm 80, I know that I will look at that framed picture of the four of us. And I will be so glad that we memorialized that day. My 80-year-old self told me just this past October when I turned 45, um, she told me that I needed to forgive myself for dropping out of college 25 years ago. That failure was huge to me. It was a very heavy burden that I still carried. And even though I had redeemed myself for going back to college and even getting a master's degree, I still had this embarrassment and this shame. So... My 80-year-old self and, of course, God encouraged me to blog about this time in my life. And God promised me that if I wrote about it, it would set me free from this shame. And you know what? It did. By the way, you can find that blog on my website, yourangelwings.net. It's called How a Garage Band Saved My Life. So friends... What would your 80-year-old self tell you to do? Would she tell you to call that family member that you haven't talked to in years, resolve that conflict and tell them that you love them or that you forgive them? Would she encourage you to use the good china on pizza night? Maybe she would encourage you to record your parents telling their love story. It could be taking your three-year-old twins out in the rain and letting them jump and splash and squeal in the puddles until they are completely soaked. Or perhaps she might tell you to take that trip to Italy, even if it means charging the entire thing on your credit card and taking an entire year to pay it off. For me, it's telling me that I should wear shorts or a bathing suit because, honestly, my legs... Are more amazing than I realize. Maybe it's something a little more scary, like leaving that job that you aren't happy in and starting your dream career. It could even be making your own appointment to have boudoir pictures taken. I highly recommend it. No (laughs) regrets. Have no regrets, my friends. It is important to step back sometimes. And make sure that we are all living the way that we want. And this will help you to minimize your end-of-life regrets. I found this quote. I don't know who it's by, but it says, The saddest summary of life contains three descriptions. Could have, might have, and should have. Don't let that be you. Spread your wings. She who leaps for the sky may fall, but she also may fly. Thank you for listening today. I am going to get my long johns on and my ski gear and head up to the slopes. The green ones, that is. If you like what you hear, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I post Angel Wings Whispers daily, and they are inspirational and encouraging messages for all women. So you can follow me on yourangelwings.net, on Instagram, Angel Wings Steph. Facebook, Your Angel Wings, and of course, my blog, yourangelwings.net. Thanks so much. Bye bye.